back, everybody, to another episode of Final Checkpoint. This is episode 51. Each week, we react to some of the latest video game news and talk about video games that we are playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. You can find new and old episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. We are also recording live on Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash twitch.tv slash load last checkpoint a lot going on last episode was crazy long i feel like i'm still hung over from it what about you ben <laughs> it was a long time it feels like it was a long time ago but also it feels like the episode took a lot out of me like a part of me died that day hmm, i mean it, it <laughs> was a very long episode but i think for as long as it was it wasn't that crazy in terms of exhaustion, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was, <laughs> it, was uh, it was a good episode. Like, I went back when I was editing it and listened to some parts of it, and I was just like, oh, dang. forgot about that game already. <laughs> like, that we had right. talked about it. Um, but, yeah. Um, thanks again, everybody that listened and, uh, you know, took part in listening to our long i think it was two hours and 20 minute episode oh wow i think it was yeah it sounds all right yeah but it was to celebrate 50 episodes and uh you know we're close to hitting our one year as the final checkpoint podcast which is uh great because we've done many podcasts and uh it's always great when they're a year old so <laughs> when they make it a year <laughs> My favorite birthday. Yeah, exactly. One year. So, Ben, what's been going on over there on your side of the world? Oh, I don't know. Does anything happen over here? I can't remember at this point. It does feel... It's a pretty quick week. This was, yeah. the, this was the nothing week. I guess just like every other week is kind of the nothing week. Uh, I don't think anything of, of note even happened. Uh, hmm. I'm just... I don't know. I don't know. Did anything happen? Did it? Um, it's hard to tell because we didn't really, since we didn't cover the news on the last episode, mm. I feel like it feels like a lot happened, but nothing like crazy significant happened until like yesterday with the DC fandom. Stuff. Oh, the fandom. Fandom, which is so weird to say, but it's, um, I don't, I ended up being I, pretty cool. I did. Now, I, I don't understand why, like, I get it now, there was an actual dome, but yeah. why? I don't understand why. Me like, either. I don't know if it was, if they were trying to just make it seem like the Hall of Justice or something like that. It was, I, I'm not quite, quite sure what their aim was there, I, but especially with the weird, like, ugly background that they had during the stream. It was strange. Yeah, definitely strange, but uh, still a pretty cool event for, um, you know, if you're into, like, DC especially, but um, for the movie stuff, I was kind of hyped up for some of it. Um, just the Justice League, Zack Snyder stuff looked pretty cool. Uh, Wonder Woman looked okay. I don't The CGI looks really odd. Oh, yeah. For, like, Cheetah. I think that's her name. Cheetah? Yes, that sounds right. Yeah. Um The Batman looks really cool. Oh yeah, that trailer is amazing. Yeah, that was that was a good trailer. But um 
But this is a video game podcast, so we're going to talk about some video games this week. Fine. Especially related to DC fandom. Ben, what's our topic of the show? Oh, man. Topic of the show. There's so many topics, but I think the topic of the show is Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad coming out of the dome. Yeah. <laughs> as well as a few other news beats. They Little. came out of the came out of the dome and hit us right in the dome. Yeah, I got hit in the dome with those fans. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like fandom is a word. Fandom is weird. And I I just don't get it. <laughs> why? Why is there a dome? Why why is that the pun? I I, I wish I, I understood it more, but <laughs> it maybe it's a DC thing. I'm sure there's probably is an explanation, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. That I, that's my least favorite part of this, because they didn't make it clear for the longest time. Whereas, like, oh, it's fandom, and then some people were like, "Fandom." Like, are they just saying it weird to, because they don't know, or do they actually know something? And then they were right, like it is fandom, but why? <laughs> why is there a dome? Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Let's get Anyways. to it. Because I've been dying to hear what you think of WB. Is it WB Montreal's? Is that yes. what it is? Yes. Okay. I, I believe so. So they they had worked on, I think it was Arkham Origins, the yep. uh, the like redheaded stepchild, I guess. Of... <laughs> the one no one wants to acknowledge or like yeah. for some reason. Yeah, but they had worked on it, and this is their next game, which is Gotham Knights. It's, um, I believe it's what, one, it's a single player, local, and then two player co-op online? Yeah, something like that. I mean, you could play it all single player, or you can have a co-op companion, uh, I, I guess it was only one person. I don't know. I'm not clear on that. If you can have another bat person with you, besides two, you know, three, yeah. three bat people. Because there are four bat characters. Apparently Batman's dead. No! Which, Again? uh, Wait. spoilers. <laughs> uh, and so we have Batgirl, Robin, uh, shit, now I forgot, uh, Red Hood. Why can I not think of, uh... Nightwing? Yeah, Nightwing. That's it. That's it. I did it. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and if you've played the Arkham games, you know these characters have been in there before, and they've been, I think all of them have been playable, but they all kind of control differently and have different movesets, and that's really cool. And the idea of having this, I mean, the environments they showed, and they showed a lot of this game, too, uh, seemed very large, where you could take them on in different directions that i love that concept especially from a like a stealth game we don't really get that uh, i understand there's a lot of combat in the arkham games and and that is an important part of it but oh yeah so is it being in the shadows and being all batmany and i like that aspect of it a lot yeah i'm I'm not too sure what to think of it. I think it it ha is a cool concept. I like the idea of playing as the other characters instead of just Batman because we already got like four Batman games. Um, enough of that man. Enough of that man. But 
Man, bad. I'm, I'm interested to see how it works. I know a lot of people are making, like, Avengers comparisons or whatever, but I think they're totally different games. I don't really see this as being a looter shooter kind of a game. Or no. The Avengers is a lot more like that, and this is more like, I think, going to be more of a contained story, but just a little more options when it comes to how you play your character and how you kind of level them up. Right. Did they show stuff like skill trees or anything? I didn't, I don't remember seeing any skill tree. There's like a seven minute gameplay video and I was, I watched like, I watched maybe, a lot of it. I watched, it. <laughs> I watched like, yeah, like maybe five minutes of it. And at that point I was like, okay, I get it. I'm good. Right. That was exactly it. Like I'm looking at this game going, yeah, I want this. I'll play this. I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> yeah. I, I would prefer not to know. Uh, and, and this is uh, and this is going to be cross generation, right? So it's going to be PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PC. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm going to get PC. <laughs> is it coming to Switch? Probably not. No, nothing's coming to Switch. People. <laughs> Boo! To, that's over. That shit is done oh, in like no. two years. Wait, one years? I don't know. Six months? Who knows? That's not happening anymore. Yeah, it's going to be rough for Nintendo. They really figure something out there I, don't know, I think they're probably fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably 20 million copies of animal crossing in five months i think they're fine they can just make the lego version of gotham knights and boom on the switch Ooh, are the lego games on switch there's some like, lego games on there i know okay. i know there's a few of them i sure. feel like that'd be a perfect fit but yeah. with gotham knights i do uh i agree with what you're saying where this is this is not a games as a service. This is more akin to uh, maybe, a, maybe a weird example, but like Far Cry, where you can level up and get new stuff in Far Cry. And if you play it co-op, there's like mechanics there for it. But it's yeah. not like you're saying. It's not, let me grind for the next loot drop. It's more of a, a oh, I want to team up with my friend and we're both around level 15. Let's just do this mission over here in the open world together kind of thing. It's not... It, it's different. It's multiplayer, sure, but it's different. I wonder what the level system really adds to the game because it's not like they had this before, and I don't think you'd really need it in terms of the gameplay. Like That's what I want to know more about. Like, why? I guess you could just section off parts of the city where, like, no, this is too hard. They're level 30 over here. You can't do it. Yeah. I guess, but... These guys uh, only have melee weapons while these guys have guns or something yeah i don't know like oh they're just they just do a lot of damage okay i'm fine with that but that's just weird yeah um whatever i i I guess i would prefer that uh to the a lot of more open worlds do this like spider-man did this where you get to the end of the game and you're wandering around the open world and they just say what if everyone was flying and had rockets like okay let's let's (laughs) cool it with that shit uh i i like the idea that no, they're just higher level. It's still kind of the same fight, but they're just harder to take down. They're not more annoying. A lot of open world games do that towards the end, where it's just not fun to traverse because they put so much garbage in there. Maybe this could alleviate some of that. I don't know. Maybe not. Who yeah. Knows? Cool. But I think it looks great. All yeah. in. Yeah, me too. I think it looks fun. And that's Super what video games are. That. Let's go ahead and talk about the next one. This was probably the more anticipated one because it's Rocksteady's yeah. 
game and uh so uh <laughs> i mean to me i was i was like kind of let down a little bit but it's suicide squad kill the justice league i guess is like the official title possibly. i don't know i don't know i think this official title might just be suicide squad I, okay cool i'm not i'm not clear on that okay. at this point but i guess i could look it up but um but yeah anyways like so i the trailer was like okay and then we get, you know, we get the news yeah. that it's it's not a, it's not a PS4 Xbox One game. This is going to be next gen only, and it's going to come out 2022, I believe. Yeah, 2022. Um, they've been taking their sweet ass time on this game. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they definitely have because that'll be seven seven years since Arkham Knight 2022. But they must have had another project that just fell through or something um it's also possible that i don't know the timeline of events because arkham origins came out before night so they've been working on that longer it's possible they worked in tandem on gotham knights for a little bit and then split off to do suicide squad because it seems like a very ambitious project uh Maybe. So that could be it, or it could just be, hey, well, we were working on this game for two years, and we don't want to play as Superman, so we're going to do this other thing. They also worked on that VR Batman, or Batman VR game. Sure, that's yeah. true. I mean, that probably uh, didn't take, like, the whole team, but it probably delayed things a little bit. Yeah, no, you're right about I that. I imagine, plus it's a next-gen game, so they probably had to wait a while to really get, like, the final specs on what that game's going to be, and how far they could really push the game. That's fair. That's a fair point. As far tech-wise, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised a little bit to hear you say you didn't like the trailer because I thought it was great. Uh, I thought I it was okay. I'm just, like, kind of tired of Harley Quinn. I'm just, like, it's just overload. We got the uh, yeah, suicide, Quinn. suicide Squad version. Then we got her movie. Then we she's going to be in the next Suicide Squad movie. Plus, I feel like she's just everywhere. Yeah, and there's I, the animated I, show. Yeah, and I don't know if it's... Also because Margot Robbie's everywhere, which that's fine because I think she's a, a good actress. Like, And I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I think just seeing her constantly and then also seeing this version of Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn in general is just like, has made me kind of almost sick of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of like, eh. And I don't know. I, I think I think I was just hoping for them to not have to i mean i guess they have to make a dc related game right is that what it is well they have a license so i guess they might as well but yeah like i was just hoping they would i I don't know what i was really hoping for but i think maybe because gotham knights is like this is a single player or slash co-op game and then you got suicide squad which is seems kind of similar right but suicide squad is going to be more of that game like Suicide Squad is the Avengers game from what I understand oh. um, but I think you can still play it all single player which I guess you could do with the Avengers as well yeah which you can do that with Destiny to a point I mean you'll have to match make for other things but I don't know I, I think I just have like this I don't know resentment for those types of not resentment I guess I just like don't find those games interesting anymore like I used to like I I used to love those types of games like Division 2 and Destiny and Destiny 2 and 
you know, bring it on. Like, oh, I love looting, shooting, or whatever. I love the loot. But yeah, I, I think a lot of that is just like I just don't find that as interesting anymore in a lot of these games. And I think they're just kind of pushing that on so many, just just on everything. You know, mm-hmm. it just seems like a little little too much to me. I can agree with that. I will say this games as a service. Uh, we have a thousand characters for you to choose from and play as makes more sense as a Suicide Squad game than as Avengers. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause I'd, roll, I'd, roll as, uh, I'd roll as Polka Dot Man. Right. You just pick Squad? a bunch oh, yeah. of random idiots and, and go, go nuts. And it doesn't have the... This is exactly the problem with the Avengers game too because we've made fun of like their character models and, and all that. And, and they're realistically... They're not that bad. They're just very generic. And you look at something like the Suicide Squad, where now we have Harley Quinn. Like you mentioned, we've had like seven different versions of Harley Quinn in the last two years. And we got another one. And they all look pretty good. None of them look similar. Yeah. Yeah, but none of them look generic and boring and stupid. And that's the problem with the Avengers games. They just all look so boring. It's like a saltine cracker. That's all of them. (laughs) So weird. Uh, I like I like this game. I like the reveal. I like the tone. Uh, I think they nailed it. Um, I I really liked it. I think I'm more hopeful for Suicide Squad than I am for Marvel's The Avengers. And I think I'd be more interested in playing Suicide Squad because I'm not familiar with those characters. And there's a lot right. more. There's a lot more. I guess variety in the ways I could really play that game because everything would be a lot newer to me. Where like Avengers is kind of like I know these characters and. It's just not. It just doesn't seem as fun when you already kind of know what you're getting into. And from what I've heard about Avengers, not that I've played it myself, but like, just the gameplay just feels like they made. They didn't make it as I guess fun. I guess not fun to play, but like, they didn't really make the characters each feel as unique as they should. It almost feels like they made archetypes and those characters will fall in line where there's where suicide squad looks like it could go a different way because the characters are so different from each other. Yeah. And if it's also possible, this is in an open world environment also, which would change the game dramatically since Avengers is not. Now, why did you not play the beta? I, every time I looked at that game, I was just like, I do not, I don't even want to go through the trouble of downloading this game when I (laughs) don't even want to play it. I just don't. I just and and it's not a thing where like I'm against it. I just don't care. <laughs> Interesting. So, I think this might be a good time to talk about it because I did download it, um, and play it. Played it for like three hours, two hours. What'd you think? A little over two hours. Um, I I really liked it actually. Um, oh wow. Okay. Uh, it's. Everything you said is true about it, <laughs> but I I think the combat it does have that mindless fun. It's hard to describe where it's it's almost um, the comparisons to Ultimate Alliance I think are pretty apt. It's like that, but just a little less arcadey, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and more uh, closer to like a Devil May Cry. Oh wow! Um, but but I mean closer, but not 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 that. Yeah, not the same style. 
I think to me that's what it looked like just from watching other people play it. Like, this looks like Ultimate Alliance, but just a lot closer up. This looks like, uh, yeah, uh, this is Ultimate Alliance for adults. Or, or You know what I mean? That's what this looks like. Yeah. It just sucks that the characters in Ultimate Alliance are more interesting because they have the <laughs> X-Men. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, too, like, if this was an X-Men game, oh, my God, I'd be so into it. But Avengers, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do like it. I, I did like the characters. I got to play as, you know, the, the intro thing. And I do like Hulk. I do like Kamala Khan hitting things. It is fun. Like you can totally see, and I give them a lot of props for what they accomplish here. Cause it's not as easy as people are maybe thinking to have all these characters in all these environments, especially when Iron Man can fly. Like that's, yeah. That's a task, right? And you have people that can jump and do crazy things, and you also have to have Black Widow swirling around, whatever she does. She swirls. Um, but Swirtles. It, it's a lot of fun. And if you get a bunch of people together, and even if you don't, and you're just all uh, AI, there's a lot of fun to be had here in kind of a button-mashy, almost not Dynasty Warriors, because that's obviously way on the other end of the spectrum of Mindless, but it, it is very like, oh, let me just kill these guys and then go to the next room and kill these guys and let me kill these guys. Uh, and it doesn't have a ton of combat depth in what I played. Uh, the loot is very strange. And I hate, I hate that Destiny popularized that swirling cursor circle as a menu. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, hate, I don't see how this adds anything in a lot of instances where it's like, why can't I just use the D-pad? This is stupid. Um, so uh, equipping equipment always feels slow and sloppy. And then even it's even worse in this game where you're like, oh, we put on a new bracelet, but the bracelet doesn't change anything. Let me get some back armor going on. Like, All right, but it doesn't change anything. So it's a little odd it almost at some point in development they either took out cosmetics or they decided we need loot in this so let's just add in loot slots that yeah. have no cosmetic appearance very strange uh but i i actually liked it a lot um it ran well on pc i know people have had problems but it ran well for me on my new computer <laughs> go nice. figure yeah, uh, it better really. <laughs> You're like, it better run well. <laughs> like, better run well on my stupid ass computer. I spent way too much money on. Yeah, it better run well. Uh, run well looked great. <laughs> go, go figure. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I actually really liked it. the The problem for me is Spider Man. Where if I did get this game, I would want to play it and get Spider Man because that that is appealing to me. I would want Spider Man even just in my game, even if I'm not playing as him. So, but I don't want to play anything on my PS4 because that's just a loud fan at this point. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. It, it remains to be seen. I also wonder, this might be a better game to pick up in a year as like an Ultimate Edition or even just the regular game when there are 12 characters, who knows, like yeah. eight characters total instead of six or however many it's going to be in a year. That's more exciting because then I could... I mean, let me change the Hawkeye for an hour. Oh, that'd be cool. Let me let me do that. I think there's a lot of fun to be had. If you have friends that are interested in this and you're going to play it together, you're going to have a great time, I think. Yeah, I, I think that's another thing that I, to me, doesn't sound as appealing when I look at Avengers is 
there's and I mean, obviously it's just the beta but like there's very limited characters to choose from right and then the is like are all the ones that they're gonna add all paid dlc so like that are they free up no they're all free they're all free okay all right well maybe well i don't know we'll see i just I, when i look at that game i'm like i just i don't want i don't want to play it <laughs> i agree this is gonna be one of those things though because as i was playing it i realized this game is gonna sell like crazy and it's going to be very popular because obviously Avengers, but also the gameplay is just good enough that I think the the average PS4 player or whatever is going to have a friend that wants to play it and they're going to have so much fun. Yeah. And that is how it's going to be successful. Uh, and people are going to love it. I think it's going to review middling like we've all thought, but people are going to just have a blast like the I mean, average consumer yeah i mean if it's fun then they're they're gonna be all right i mean the main thing is like i think crystal Dynam- dynamics has had like the raw end of the stick the last few times that they've come out with a tomb raider game because of yeah. where it's been released and or the window of exclusivity and all that crap and i don't want to see them have another game that comes out and just like shits the bed or just like doesn't get you know any attention and this is like the perfect opportunity for them to have a bounce back game, whether it reviews well or not, it's going to sell and it's going to be huge. Well, that, and that's the thing too, to, to make the differentiation differentiation <laughs> is uh, Anthem sold incredibly well, but no one's playing it. No one really liked it. This is, True. I feel like going to be the reverse where it's going to sell really well and people are actually going to like it. It might only be a six or a seven, but it's, it's a good six or seven. Yeah. And they, I think they that's, have, that's the difference. And they have a lot of story there, it seems like. Like, they've got it kind of told, like, the story's told through the eyes of Kamala. Yeah. Um, so they have a there's lot a going lot for of, them, which is good. There's a lot of missions, too. Like, when I finished uh, uh, and, and could just go and do whatever I wanted, uh, you go to the map, and it was, there's five missions in the Northwest, and there's two missions over here in the city, and... Wow, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to do to where you could just try and do all the missions and then, well, let me try and do all the missions as this character. Let me let me try this person. I I, I think there is a, a big appeal there for this game. And I, I liked it a lot um, in that mindless... That mindless is, is pretty harsh. But you understand what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't Dark Souls. Like, I wasn't trying to figure it all out. <laughs> right. And to bring it back to, to Suicide Squad, that's what's more interesting to me about Suicide Squad is that we have the Arkham combat. We have that pedigree, which is excellent. So we don't have to worry about the combat in Avengers being like, eh, this is, this is fine. This will do, right? In Batman, in Gotham Knights, in, in the Suicide Squad game, I expect that combat to be really good. Yeah. And that's what's exciting. Because to have all these hooks that I like about this Avengers game, but have the combat actually be a lot better... That I'm in for that. Okay. Dang. I should have given it a try. Are you should have? It was for, just do it. Come on. Then you could. Then you could have been like, "Oh, it is terrible." Or now you just have. You just don't know. Yeah. I mean, from what I've seen, like I think I've watched enough streams of it to where I'm like, I I see what it is and it's cool. Like I think that's why maybe I don't feel like I need to play it because I've seen so much of it already that I'm just like, I'm good. I. 
I I see what it is. I get it. Like I'm understanding how it plays. I don't need them to convince me to buy it because I don't really plan on buying it when it comes out. I want more characters first before I really jump into it. Yeah. So, so maybe I mean, I'll wait for smart. Hawkeye and then jump in. I I'm curious too. Uh, someone I, it was some podcast brought this up. Like, is it a character every two months? Like, how often are these characters coming out? Because that leak. Yeah, what's the plan? That leak that had all the characters. That's a lot of characters. Yeah. <laughs> is that four years of characters? Or is that two years? What does this mean? And I I think that's interesting. And there's also the possibility, too, you have all these characters. In a year, you put out, or two years, you put out an expansion that now is this 10-hour story content with all those characters in it as a cohesive story. That's really cool. Uh, and I think that's a bigger appeal in terms of having this game that lasts for years. But we'll see. We'll see if any of this even happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Uh, All right. Shall yeah, we move, move on? on? <laughs> move on. All right. Let's get to... Um, gosh, this next one is a mess. But Epic has filed a lawsuit against Apple and Google. This all started when um, Epic basically opened up their own like internal store to purchase like V-Bucks and stuff like that. Yeah. In Fortnite on like the Apple version of it. So um which I guess goes against Apple's whole thing because they want to make money off the purchases cuz they yeah. take a huge cut of it. Well, it's also so I've listened to a lot of takes on this at this point and I hate it. I hate hearing about this. <laughs> And what I hate the most about it is I've kind of come to Apple's side uh, and I hate being on Apple's side. You know you know how much it hurts. But they have a point in that you can't just change your app to do weird shit like have a, a, his, a hidden store in it, right? To where, like, what if... Because who cares about Fortnite doing this? Fortnite is on the up and up. They're, they're doing fine. But... You can't allow them to do this because, well, one, it's against the rules. And two, what is to stop some weird, shady app that's totally fine for a year and then all of a sudden has a store and tricks people into using it and that takes all their information because they're not going through Apple Pay or whatever it is. That's the concern, right? Yeah. And from that standpoint, I totally get Apple being like, no, you can't do that. We're making a protected platform. Now, I don't understand why they have all these shitty clones and stuff on the App Store. Apparently, that's fine. Heaven forbid you try to take a little bit of our money, though. Then it's a problem. So, yeah, yeah. like, that's the part of their argument that I think is, is very weak. Like, oh, we created this store to be great for consumers. Like, you have a bunch of shit on here. Don't, don't act like there's not just turds everywhere. But, I mean, they, they probably can't monitor everything, but they probably there's probably a way where these people are getting through and putting these games out. With minimum requirements. Right, right. They're doing the bare minimum to follow the rules, but to be kind of weird and shady, like that Fall Guys clone, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> but they're not, they're not putting in an option that says, hey, uh, you want to pay for something? Go to this website. Hey, just yeah. go to it. Just put your information. And, and that's the concern, and I totally get that. Everything else is like, Apple, could you just not be a dickhead, please? Uh, and I, um, what was it? Microsoft has joined, joined, joined another word. I say weird. Um, 
epic in this and they've done they've done something along with their lawsuit like they've combined powers in some kind of Voltron-ish way. Oh. I'm not sure. They formed a Megazord. Yeah, maybe. It's like when the, the flying Zord attaches to the front and then like it folds its wings over to the chest piece kind of thing. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what uh, Microsoft's doing. Because I do agree. There, There's a point here where there's so many... There's so... This is such a mess. Yeah. Because... I, I think what people... <sighs> are responding to negatively when it comes to Epic is how they're the way they're weaponizing their fans, the consumers, you know, and there's people out there that shouldn't be really involved in it. Like the younger audience who just want to play their game, who have already given a lot of money to Epic and Apple because you know, the way they pay through the app. And so really it's just two giant money hungry corporations fighting and everyone else is like just kind of like well you guys are taking our money anyways like just hurry up and get your shit over with so that we can get our game back in the store and play it and then the fact that this could also affect other games from you know on the platform from updating or even like working that's well the on other the thing that and they they filed epic filed a second i think it's a second lawsuit that was i i don't remember the terms and i'm not Far from a lawyer, but because Ep- or Apple is not going to allow them to update the uh, Unreal Engine on the platform, that's a violation of a lot of other things. I feel like, and it's in clear retaliation. There, there was it was worded really well, but I don't remember what the wording was. But effectively, it's Apple saying, "No, you can't do business here," and that's that could be. Uh, irreparable damage to epic and i totally agree with epic on that standpoint like apple just can't just say because this screws over like like you're saying a bunch of other developers that have nothing to do with this and it's not it's epic's fault for initiating this problem but there's totally all these other collateral damage people that have nothing to do with this and and that's where apple is just being rude for no reason yeah like, oh, we'll just not allow you to do it and screw all these other apps. Like, we're really sorry that you don't want to play ball, but now all this other stuff has to go away. I don't understand. That, that's another thing, too. So all these storefronts take 30%. It doesn't matter if it's Apple, Google, the Nintendo Switch. It doesn't matter. So I wonder why the phone is the issue. Like, why are they just targeting the phone? Although I, I wonder... Because the Epic account, you can just go on your computer and buy V-Bucks, right? And then use it yeah. on your account. Yeah. So I mean, you, could, you could load up your account through PC or PS4. Because now that it's all like cross-gen or cross-platform, yeah. whatever. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they would want you to use it on PC. They would want you to go to your computer and just go to Epic directly and give them money. Because that goes directly to them. As opposed to literally any other platform it's on. However, they're only filing an issue with Apple slash Google um, by making this. Because they, they made, like, hey, you can buy it for $10, but it's $8 at our store. That was what they were doing. Um, it, it, so there's an issue with that. Then there's the issue of should Apple or anyone take 30% off a digital purchase that is, that's basically a byte of data to tell you, oh, I have this many V-Bucks. 
Like, yeah. Like that, that feels really fishy to me where you shouldn't, I, I understand if you're hosting servers or providing some kind of service like, oh, this, this is on the store. It's $10. Take your 30%. That makes perfect sense. But for a digital DLC microtransaction purchase, should you really be charging 30% for that? Like, shouldn't that be like a lower number? Yeah. Because you're not really doing anything. And the thing that the person is buying is in the game. All that you're providing is the, the checkout. Like you're, you're providing the cart, which doesn't feel like 30% worth to me. Right. Right. I think that's another argument that they had, um, was that they wanted to pass on the savings to the consumers, to you, to me. me. I don't play it, but to other people, (laughs) to others, to others that play the game. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just, there's, there's like no, it's really hard to pick like a side or even want to, or even like care because in the end it's just two giant money hungry companies trying to like beat each other's policies. And that's the problem too. Cause Apple's like one of the top richest companies in the world. Oh yeah. I feel like I think they're could... the first, they just became the first trillion dollar company. I think. Ugh. Oh, throw up. Uh, <laughs> just, just come to a deal. And that's, what's so weird about this. Cause they clearly, they clearly knew it was going to happen. And they had this video all ready to go. They had this lawsuit all ready to go. I don't understand. Like, their case against Apple doesn't really make a lot of sense. Their case with them banning the Unreal Engine makes total sense, and they should win that, I think. But the other one, no. And then there's the whole deal with xCloud and Stadia and um, GeForce Now and stuff like that. All those streaming platforms don't work on iOS because they want to like approve all the apps but it's also clearly about money it's just at a certain point it's gonna look better for you apple if you just say okay we'll make a deal y'all are being ridiculous but we'll make a deal and allow everything because then you're gonna look good and no one's gonna care anymore but at this point you just look like an idiot like like public opinion wise you look terrible but you're in the right for half of this yeah. And the other, like, it's such a, I don't know, it's so complicated, and I'm honestly really tired of hearing about it already. Yeah, I mean, because I think it, like, escalated really quick, like, in a day. Yeah, there was did. There was, like, it was, like, from them doing the thing to Apple, I think, threatening to take them off the store, or... No, they took them off it, pretty quick, yeah. Took them off the store, yeah, and then right away, Epic filed the lawsuit, and then not even too long afterwards, Google entered the mix and then there was already a lawsuit filed against google (laughs) right the thing why people don't care about google in this is like i can just go to the fortnite website and download it yeah so yeah Yeah. so who cares at that point and and that's an argument against apple as this platform and blah 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 this is again as much as i it hurts to be on apple's side as i am shockingly for a lot of this story i hate apple this is why i don't buy apple stuff because they just do shit like this. I don't want to deal. I want, I will take the risk of an open platform if it means I don't have to deal with your bullshit. Yeah. Period. I mean, and I think too, like when you look at this and then you look at the xCloud stuff that happened recently, it, it seems like a lot more people are looking at Apple and being like, hell no, I'm going Android 
because of the xCloud stuff. But yeah. I think when it comes to this, I think I don't think people are going to care as much when it comes to like, oh man, I can't believe Apple did that. I'm not going to get my next iPhone there anymore. Right. I think xCloud has a bigger impact on Apple's business than Epic does at this point. I'd love to know how <laughs> many people play Fortnite on their phone. Like, and that's their that's their place to play Fortnite. I would. Yeah, I feel I like that market's. That. I feel like that market's got to be just younger people, right? Younger people, and even then, like, it, it's maybe just a supplement to them playing on console because yeah, like when I can't, when my brother's yeah. using the PS4, I'll use my phone, kind yeah. of shit. Uh, I would love to know that, and that that was kind of a conspiratorial thing for me. Where, what if this is the low? Like, like, oh, 5% of players only play on their phone. Well, we can swing our big dick around and do this thing here, and it's not going to matter that much. I wonder yeah. if that's part of it. Yeah. But who maybe, knows? maybe it is. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they're like, well, we have nothing to lose because 5% isn't shit. You know? Right. Yeah. Because if this was 30% of your market, you wouldn't have done this. Oof, yeah. yeah you would have found a way to do it. You, you'd be risking a lot of money there. Right, and I know they're making a shit ton of money, but you wouldn't. That doesn't make sense. Like at a certain point, you gotta go. No, that's <laughs> we'll just we'll just suck it up <laughs> at that point. Um, that's why I'm thinking it has to be a low, a low amount. Yeah. All right, or, or well, it's a calculated risk. I don't know. We'll see which giant steps on the necks of the consumers at the end of this. Um, <laughs> ben, let's. Let's talk about this Sega slash Persona stuff. Oh, yeah, this is a quick story. So Sega came out and uh, talked about... uh, It was an interview, and I didn't copy where I got the interview from, so my bad. Uh, I think it was like video game... It might have been... What what is it? Videoindustry.biz? What is the name of that website? Oh, GameIndustry.biz. It might have been from there. I might be having a stroke also. Um, It's fucking hot. Uh, but they, they were talking about the performance of Persona 4 Golden on Steam, from a game from 2012, and they she said really that the sales it. of the PC port were significantly higher than expected. And you can hear it in my voice. Are you serious? Are you serious <laughs> that that was high? Literally, ugh. And, and then they made this other comment. Going forward, we intend to aggressively promote the porting of previously launched titles to Steam and other platforms. Cool. Fucking finally, literally for years we've been saying this, put everything on Steam. Uh, and they even went so far as to say that they're going to try and do multi-platform rollouts of these games to have like the PC version ready to go, close to launch. I'm so excited for this. I want to play these games on PC. I don't want to play them on my loud PS4. Exactly. Thank you. I want PS5, PS5, Persona 5 on my computer. Thank you again. Sega's Sega's onto something. It's almost like if you take something that people love and make it more accessible, you might make more money. Uh huh. All you had to do, like, um, about I don't know, four years ago, NIS started putting a lot of their games on Steam. They have found such amazing success on Steam, and like every single one of their games is on there now, and they're they're just killing it. They're just killing. All you had to do, Sega, was look next door in Japan at NIS and see what they're doing. Everyone, ugh. I'm so happy about this, though. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I just think there's there's a lot of gold, I think, on the Vita and PSP that mm-hmm, should be, mm-hmm. like, restored and brought to Steam and PC and PS4. Like, 
Sony has done such a shit job of bringing anything from the past over to modern right. consoles. And I think I think companies like Sega need to take it into their own hands and push it because there's so so many titles that are being left behind. Yeah, a lot of Sega stuff, a lot of that Persona team junk. Lovingly, I call it junk. I want these all on, on Steam. I'm very happy about this, and I hope this happens immediately, Persona 5, and I will play it on PC. I, I think there's a lot on DS as well that, yeah, you know, it might be a little bit harder to bring over because of sure. how it was built, but I think, I mean, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way, and I, I think ugh, I'm excited about this too because Sega has Skies of Arcadia, which almost made my top 25. Yeah. L- love that game. And th- things just need to be on PC. It's like you're saying, there's, there's so many games stuck on PS2 or PS1 or, or, or GameCube even, like, that just, there's no way to do it. And I'm not going to, like, where am I going to find a GameCube? Where am I going to find a PS2 <laughs> to play this and buy a memory card? And, like, just put everything on PC. Put everything on PC. And then on Switch, so everyone will shut up yeah. about it. Bring it to... PC where it never loses its backwards compatibility mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have sales always. forever. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like these games just sell like crazy on Steam. Now, did Persona 4 Golden sell more on Steam than it did on Vita? It might have, but I, I don't like, know. I, oh, okay. I feel like I, I mean, when you think I mean how a lot of Vitas were sold because of Persona 4 but a lot I, is a relative term. Yeah. Majority of them were sold probably because of Persona okay, 4. Half uh, a million copies have sold on PC. Okay. So not uh, quite. I, I think it's sold, I think it sold like 4 million or something. I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up. Could very well get there. Next Steam sale. Boom. Like 50% off. And if it was 5, if it was Persona 5, I would have bought it. But Golden, I don't know. I'm Hopefully trying to they find the more. sales, but it's hard. Okay. Well, Ben, I'm going to start talking about games that we're playing. Um, I got to try out Battletoads. I know you got to try out Battletoads. I didn't get very far. I think maybe I just finished the Turbo Bike, and then I'm on I'm maybe like halfway through that next level. Okay. And uh, I got to say, man, you know, it's... It's definitely a beat 'em up game, like yeah. very similar to Streets of Rage Four. So like I was, I kind of got bored after a little bit, but man, I the humor in that game, I love the humor, like the characters, like that whole part is it want like is keeping me playing because as far as like the the gameplay, like it's fine. It's definitely not the type of game I like to play, but I had to check out Battletoads and. I, I was not disappointed. I, I really enjoy what they did with it and the humor and the car, cartoony and kind of like self-deprecation that they added to it. I just think it's it's really fun and enjoyable. Yeah, it has almost a Adult Swim cartoon vibe. Yeah. In a way, and it, it is really funny in a way that for no reason 
Uh, I love how they were just like trapped in a box or something for 26 yeah. years. <laughs> and they just, they're just trying to make it make sense, but it's clearly they know it makes no sense. I, I, I really do like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of beat-em-ups, so it is a little bit of a bummer that a lot of this game is that. I've played the first act. Um, uh, there's four act, I believe. Yeah, so I played about a quarter of the game. Uh, I like it. I and I do like the beat em up stuff. I do think it's better than most, in my opinion. Like this is how I would like a beat em up to control, where yeah. it feels like there's combos and oh, this guy's blocking. Let me do this thing. And as you get further and further into it, there's enemies that start doing things that you have to like. Oh, I have to dodge that, and then I can attack. Or he's he's attacking, so I don't I can't touch him because he's surrounded by lightning. Um, so I do other stuff. But this other guy's shooting a missile at me, so I gotta throw out a that out of the way and who do i fight first it's interesting and the three different i was gonna call them turtles toads right (laughs) uh all control the same but they have different combos and one's like stronger but slower stuff like that yeah Uh, i i like that a lot Uh, i definitely want to keep playing it i do wish i do wish the the battle or the whatever was it's just i don't know i feel like the original battle toads didn't have that much combat um this is more like the Battletoads arcade game, I think it was. Yeah. That was a side-scrolling brawler. But uh, I'm into it just to see another one of those racer bike levels. I like that. Yeah, those are fun. Those are pretty fun. I had a good time playing that. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. If I wasn't playing 17 other games right. that I thought right. were great, yeah, I would probably play more of this. Yeah. All uh, right. I found the sales <clears throat> on Persona 4 Golden. Ooh, what was it? Uh, which is 1.5 million. Okay. Long lower Vita. than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the Vita version. So, yeah. Oh, so, now we're PS2. at 2 million just with yeah. Steam. So, that's why they're impressed. They're like, oh, this was, a, this was a third of our sales in a month. Nice. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad <laughs> that's at not all. bad at all. There, maybe if you released your game on not the Vita, you would. That's true. Yeah. You would have better sale. Freedom Wars. They need a port. Can it. you. Uh, that's not. I don't think that's Sega, is it? But no. Can you imagine uh, Persona on the on the Switch? Sega would just be like, "Oh wow, look at these sales!" It'd be so killer. Who knew? There's so many games like that that I think would be so much better on the Switch. And to kind of relate that to a game I'm playing, let me tell Perfect. you about NBA 2K20 on the Switch. Because not too long ago, I think it was maybe episode 49 i talked about possibly getting nba 2k21 on the switch but my worry was that the game was dumbed down right so i came across a sale on the switch where nba 2k20 was five dollars i had some nintendo coins it came down to like four dollars so i was like all right you know what this is the perfect time for me to really test this game and see if it's enough to convince me to get 2K21 on the Switch. And I feel bad for every other game on my Nintendo Switch because it'll never, they will never get played again. Wow. Ever. Because I am loving 2K20 on the Switch. It is, it, it it's pretty much the same game. The, you know, the graphical fidelity is obviously lower. The yeah. online component is a little more annoying and 
there's not an I, it doesn't seem like there's an option to have an offline mode for like the my career mode which is the main thing i'm playing kind of like the rpg mode essentially um but it's it's okay like i sit at i sit in bed at night before i go to bed and i just play a couple games of nba and i'm good it is it i think it has solved the problem for me of like having to sit and like really play the game and kind of get like not bored but like man like i could be playing something else on here on my console or my pc and then i could play this for when i'm actually laying in bed and watching like some junk on netflix right it's like the perfect game Mm, mm. it's like the perfect situation now for me to have this game there on the switch working the way it does and being able to just like when i do have moments where oh man i need to play this crazy game on you know the on the big screen now because uh, it's the playoffs and there's i'm down by one whatever those moments and i just pop it in the dock and then boom it's on the big screen like it's perfect i am fully convinced i'm gonna get nba 2k21 on the switch now (laughs) it has like sold me because i'm like this is exactly all i need from this game and it's working perfectly fine is it does it feel like oh this is small or there's too much going on on the screen or it, you know it's not that bad it's not that okay. bad even even playing on on handheld mode um it's not that bad it's it's enough to because the since i'm playing as since i'm playing my career mode which is basically you're playing as your character you're taking them from like college to the nba the the camera angles like a little bit closer to you so it's larger Oh, so you're not okay. really so you're not really losing a whole lot there. And and I so I've decided to switch from shooting with the button to shooting with the stick, which is very new to me. After all the years that I've played NBA 2K, I've never done this. Huh. And so at the same time that I'm doing that, I'm also getting used to playing that way and it's like perfect because I'm getting plenty of time because I'm playing it so much. Because there's so many so many nights where I'm just sitting in bed and I'm like on my phone playing I don't know, something random or just reading Twitter. I'm like, I, I'm just going to sit here and play NBA. This is perfect. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So goodbye Animal Crossing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, goodbye Animal Crossing is indeed. I haven't <laughs> played that in a while. I will, like, I haven't played it since I got NBA 2K. So it kind of, like, replaced it, I think, Damn. for now. Although I will check back in for all the Halloween stuff, for sure. Yes, very excited. Yeah. Very. I hope pumpkins aren't just every into the new eggs. <laughs> yeah. You got pumpkin seeds. Shit. So, right. uh let me let me go into one of the things. I, instead of Animal Crossing, I'll do this. And I've been playing, I mentioned it last week, I'm playing Majora's Mask yeah, 3D yeah. on the 3DS. I the 3DS is still very uncomfortable to use. It just I don't I bet. I bet. I I don't understand whose hands these are for. And it's also, (laughs) it's like very rigid and I don't know. It's just not comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But I'm only playing it for like 20, 30 minutes at a time anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, But Majora's Mask is great. I just beat the second temple. So maybe almost halfway, but I'm going to try and get a lot. I'm going to get all the masks and all that stuff too after, um, after I kind of go through a lot of the game, really, really love it. Still, like, 
Majora's Mask is really cool, and it's been a, a fun time to play a game that I haven't played in <laughs> 15 years, and a game I love, but a game that I'm, I'm almost looking at like, I don't remember this, oh, okay, oh, I do that, cool, like, it's almost, it's almost like having a new Zelda game, where it's quasi stuff I remember, but I, I don't exactly, so it, that has a nice feeling, it's, it's, it's like a new Zelda game, I really like that. Yeah. Um. It's a new old Zelda game. Cool. I actually, um, I saw it on sale, not on sale, I saw the, it's like $20 on the 3DS now that you can, because it's sure. like one of those, I forgot what, they, what Nintendo calls them. But um, I was tempted. I was like, you know what? I've never played Majora's Mask. The only one I've played is Ocarina of Time. And, you know, I didn't finish it and because I, I just have a hard time with Nintendo 64 in general. But I've been really thinking of like, I need to go back and play these games. And the best mm. way to do that would be to play these versions. So Yeah, they really are contemplating you know just buying them used from gamestop but like for the 3ds they're they're really good yeah the bummer like i just i wish i could get them on the switch so that i could stream it because i think i would be more motivated to play that game Mm. and get through it if i streamed it than if i was just playing it in bed and was like ah, well i'm gonna go to bed and then just put it on well maybe yeah maybe wait a year i don't know who knows yeah there's so much i mean i i could totally wait <laughs> no hurry. right it's still gonna be the same game still gonna be good <laughs> yeah. in a year uh i think what is it next year is the 35th anniversary of zelda so maybe there's something i would assume you'd port these game over but i would have assumed you did that last year so yeah i don't know who's running the show over there but they they don't agree with me ever that bowser guy well he's yeah. evil i tells you i don't think he's <laughs> making all these decisions <laughs> But uh, another game I'm playing, this is the problem, I'm playing all these games I really like, is I got Doom Eternal to yeah. play on my new computer, Ooh. Uh, which looks and plays amazing, uh, super, super great <laughs> on there, <laughs> and I-, I wasn't a huge fan of the Doom 2016, I liked it fine, I'm a big fan of Doom, but it didn't didn't quite do it for me, right, And and there were problems with level design, and to me, it just felt like a lot of these levels were too long, and the combat encounters went on forever. Yeah, and yeah, it, I had it that was, same problem. Was, yeah, like, can we just... This is too much. Now, I'm only, I don't know, five levels into Doom Eternal, and I haven't gotten to that enemy that people don't like. I forgot what he's called, but uh, I haven't run into him. So this could all change, but yeah. it took and it took a couple hours for me to click with the combat, but it is incredibly good. I am loving Doom Eternal now. Now that I know exactly how, like, how to do the fights the way that work for me, where I, I'm changing all these different weapons and I have all these different suit upgrades and I'm switching to this and then using that special and then throwing a grenade and then dashing over here and, and like, I chainsaw that guy and then I light these people on fire to get armor and, and then I threw a grenade at them and then I lit them on fire so then they're on fire and then the grenade blows them up. Like, it's really cool combo shit constantly you're using all the different weapons constantly and it's so good it's so much fun um they they solve the problem of like the level design thing where at the end of every level it just says hey you want to fast travel to any to all these points on the map and pick up the collectibles you miss and I'm oh like, yes, nice. I, do. I would like to do that that's perfect Dang. but such a smart way to do it 
Um, and the fast travel is quick. Well, I guess that, maybe that's my computer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> probably. It probably. I, I have it. I uh, I got one of those fast NVMe SSDs, man. So it loads nice. pretty quick, but it's not like an open world. So who knows? Uh, so they fixed that, and then they also fixed the combat encounters where Doom 2016. It was just like again. I'm still fighting this. I can't like really, especially towards the end where I'm in hell for like five hours. <laughs> Why am I still in hell? It just, everything is red constantly. Um, this game, every, it feels like every combat encounter ends and I'm like, that's it. There's not more. I want to kill more. Like, I want to do more. This is so cool. Uh, and that's, that's the perfect feeling you want in a game like this. Since it is just all combat, you want to be like, yeah, Let's do another battle. Let's keep going. Let's do another one. And I, I'm really enjoying that. The levels themselves are too long. They're like over an hour each. Jeez. And I, I, feel like, I feel like that's way too long. Th- these yeah. levels need to be 30 minutes. And they could easily break them up into 30 minutes. I don't know. And, and it's kind of like what's the point of having your level be 30 minutes if you're going to play an hour and a half anyway. So I get that. But it just like the pacing of it feels like this needed an end point. And it didn't end, it just kept going and going and going. But the entire time I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, and, and, and again, those first couple hours, it was very much like, this is good, I like this, but I, I don't know. And then I took a couple days break and played some other stuff. And then I came back to it. And once it took five minutes to acclimate to all the buttons, because there's a lot going on, um, it, it just clicked. And it was incredible. It's so much fun. And the music is constantly blaring and it's so cool. I, I think they really nailed it with all the abilities and, and how the enemies come at you and uh, the different combinations of them all. It, it's, they did a great job too of having fodder enemies just there that are, and they'll hit you, but they're just kind of floating around doing their own thing. Some of them are just literal zombies that don't do much unless you're really close to them. So like, oh, I'm low on health. Let me fight that zombie do this to that guy, do that to that guy, and you're ru- constantly just running. It's, it's really cool. Super, super glad I, I got it. Super glad I waited to get it on, like, a new computer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Nice. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've, heard, I've heard, like, mixed things about Doom Eternal compared to, like, Doom 2016. I think it's so much better than Doom 2016. Right. Yeah, especially as a Doom fan from the old days <laughs> back in back in my 20 years ago a boomer doom uh, literally o- over 20 years ago when i first played doom. <laughs> 25 years ago when i played doom for the first time um because i played it when i was way too young there was a moment <laughs> where i found like a secret and i looked at the secret it's like i haven't thought of this collectible and what it looked like in 25 years and i just saw it there and it was such it, it was almost heartwarming where i was like they got the collectible that I, oh, that's so they cool. Oh, I love it. <laughs> they did it, and they like, did it the right way. <laughs> they did it. Oh, this is so nice. And that, that was kind of the, the problem, I feel like, with Doom 2016 was it had all the trappings, and it looked like Doom, and it had the enemies that I remember, but it just didn't, something didn't work. And, and that final boss, though, was exactly what I wanted for the entire game, which is reference original Doom, but make it look incredible. And I think they nailed it in this one. They changed some of the designs, at least from my memory uh, of them. And it, it's, it's great. I can't, I can't wait to keep playing more of it. I'm, 
I'm happy to kind of slow play it because it's it's probably like a 15 hour game, maybe, yeah, maybe not even. Um, super super love it. Cool. All right, good to hear. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen again. Oh boy. Um, I was just in the mood for something grindy, and that could have been Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been. No. Um. Same family, you know, Square Enix. Um, that's true. Everyone's been going crazy about the five—I forgot it's five point three patch that just recently came out, and I just—I want to feel what they feel, the story, you know, the right. best Final Fantasy story ever, and um, I'm so close to getting into Heaven's Ward, and the story is getting better and better as I'm like playing through it. And my monk has this, like, badass-looking outfit now. So now I'm really, like, hooked on that. And then I've been thinking, like, oh, like, if I get to a point where I'm, like, kind of bored playing as my monk, I'm going to start leveling the white mage class. Or I guess at first he's a conjurer. I forgot, but nah. start going back doing that. But it's just it's just a fun game that I can kind of just, if I'm, like, watching something on Netflix, I can play some Final Fantasy and right. with the monk, I'm playing with with the PS4 controller because it's just basically like I'm playing an action RPG as a monk. That part's been fun, and I'm just having a good time. I, I'm th- the only real drag about the game has been that stretch between A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Word, and they've take they recently took out I think a lot of um of the extra quests, and they made a they. For people that are just starting, because a lot of people jumped in for the free trial that they extended recently, Realm Reborn has been really like cut down as far as all the a lot of like extra stuff. And I've been watching uh, this one guy. His name is Mister Happy on Twitch. Um, he went back and did a comparison where he leveled up one character through Realm Reborn before the patch, and then one after. And I mean, he he says like the difference. The difference in how quickly you're leveling and how much less time you're spending doing like remedial fetch quests or going back and forth for certain things, he's like, it's it's like forty percent less like time that you're it's like you're you're like cutting your your time down by like forty percent or something like that. Wow. Just just through that part. I think once you get to where I'm at in the post Rome Reborn stuff, it's like that's where it really kind of starts to kind of get back to where like before they really like uh trimmed it down i guess and i'm close i'm like so there's before the fall part one and before the fall part two which were like the last two like final patches before heaven's word and i think i'm like on the last part of before the fall part one i think might be there i don't remember but there's just a lot a lot of quests and i'm just like there's a lot I think I had like 20 left last time I looked and I think I did like at least four of those. So I might have maybe like 16 left. But some of those are just like, you go talk to this person, talk to that person, talk to this person. Right. The huge difference, which I think you'll appreciate this having played this, played A Realm Reborn before they added this, you can now fly your mount, your your Chocobo mount, all around A Realm Reborn. Like that whole map area. Huh, okay. How do you fly though? You just jump. <laughs> like, triangle or whatever circle to go down like 
once you're on your mount and you hit triangle, you can keep hitting it till you fly up and hit like the invisible ceiling or whatever. I don't need a license for this. You have to at least, I think you just have to be level 20 and have your mount like that stuff. Oh, they just made it like mount in general. Okay. Yeah. Like once, once you have your first mount and I think, I, I think it's just the mount or the second upgrade. There's one of the things, but once it's you have that, you're, yeah. I mean, it makes questing so much easier. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have to run around this little mountain, find the pathway to get up the tunnel to go up nope. to the top. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to jump up there. <laughs> Let me take the hoverbird. Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier. It's like, it's such a huge difference. And especially the... like, Oh, good. Well, isn't the free trial now to level, level 60? 60? Level I don't 60. remember. Was I over 60? Yeah. I think you were ahead of me. Cause I'm only 63. And I think oh, okay. you were maybe 65 or 66. That sounds uh, but about right. I think that's right before you, you must have leveled up more before you hit. Like if, if you've been doing the realm reborn stuff. Yeah. You're not getting a ton of XP. So I'm not really leveling at all. I'm only getting like 4,800 XP from that. And I have like 3 million to level up. Right. So that's, that's, <laughs> which is fun, like, I understandable because Heaven's Ward wasn't out yet, so there was no reason no. to really give no, you No, you're supposed to be level 50. <laughs> yeah. So there's a level 50 quest, and then so... But yeah, like, I'm, I've am i already finished all my job quests and stuff like that, so I'm, like, I'm ready for, for Heaven's Ward wow. as soon as I get through these quests. I think you're about where I was. Um, did, uh, that game is really good. It's like what I said, though. I, I think I will dive back into that. There's just so much to play other than that right now that it's, like... It's yeah. it's one of those games you play in between, but I think I just found myself like having a hard time wanting to play other stuff. Like this, this would be a game the month before Cyberpunk when there's nothing I want to play. Yeah, I will yeah. play this for a month and and I will really enjoy it. But right yeah. now, when it's super hot, <laughs> that's my excuse. <laughs> I'm also playing seventeen thousand other games that I right, really like. Right. I don't need another one. I think for me, a lot of it was just getting caught caught up in the like the talk about it like i heard mm -hmm. it on i think uh on twitter um one of the guys from GameSpot, i think michael oh yeah michael, michael heim. heim yeah he's talking about he like he loves that game um and mr happy is one of the twitch people that i watch here and there and he was raving about it um just and just seeing people like talk about how great it is and i'm just like i want to get there i want to get to the the near automata dungeons and quests yes. and raids and stuff i want to get the I want to get the, like, even uh, Logan was saying, like, I want to get the Monster Hunter quest done and get that mount, the Rathalos. Oh, Rathalos. that's right. Like, all these crazy things that, like, are, they just had a yokai, um, like, the from the like DS yokai game. Watch? Yokai Watch. Yeah, oh they just had an event for that where you, get, I think you can get um, a sword that's, like, yo yokai watch themed. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm good. They've done some crazy shit. <laughs> it is really cool, and it, it it's it's such a good game. It, yeah, it might be my favorite Final Fantasy game. <laughs> like, it's really good. That's what I keep hearing, and um, I mean, it's, I, I want to get there. That's the thing. Is like, so I'm kind of going through that grindy part just to get to Heaven's Word. Heaven's Word, I hear, is really <laughs> where it starts really picking up. Bless you. Damn. Um, and I'm and that's nowhere. that's really where I want to get to is once I get into Heaven's Word, and then it's Stormblood, and then Shadowbringers. Like, how I'm all. Uh, how have you liked the raids and dungeons and things like post post game, I guess. So I've been I doing, feel... you, you go through and you do like a lot of the hard 
the hard, the hard versions. Modes, yeah. yeah, and they're fun. I mean, like, if you don't really know what you're doing, it can be kind of a pain. Like, I got thrown off a platform right away on one of them, and I was just dead the rest of the time because they can't do anything about it. Oh, was that that, that boss? Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, it's I did the that. Naval, the Naval, I think is what it's called. Something like that. Yeah, but... I thought um, that's like Chimera that was really cool, and it was one of those eight-man fights that was oh nice that was chaos <laughs> like, yeah i and it was doing all these moves where it was like everything in front of me and behind me and now the sides and now the diagonals and now this, we're just all jumping around yeah <laughs> there's so cool there's one fight i was in where like it starts shooting a huge stripe of like ice down the middle and then right when that hits there's two more stripes on the other so if you have to keep moving like if you're not moving you're gonna get hit and it's gonna take a ton of your health and I like I like the action part of that because it's like I'm trying to focus on my rotation and figuring out what step I'm on and what my next move needs to be and yeah. making sure I'm going to hit my crit at the same time that I'm like making sure I'm dodging and I'm positioning right and just it's just like a crazy mess. The thing that worries me about going back is, uh, as a Dragoon is there were a lot of combos and I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, like I'm well, going to not know. Like I had it set up to where uh, you hold the triggers to do the menu up, right? To use the spells. Yeah. And I had it where if I do right trigger to left trigger, it puts up a separate menu. And then left trigger to right trigger is a separate menu. And then I have the left and right already. So that I have like four different palettes because there's so many abilities I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got, I had to go back through and watch a video just on how to get my monk rotation. Um, like, oh, like, oh, let me make sure I, I remember how to do this. And then I found one that's like, this is what you want to have for best burst damage. So I was like, oh, I'm just relearning this. Hmm. <laughs> and so I have like a, a PNG image while I'm playing up to know my rotation. And then I added, uh, I added like, I, I changed up my hotkeys where I use shift to click the other buttons. And it just like makes it so much easier. Yeah. I'm a mess. Great, great game. <laughs> yeah. Ben, let's talk about Neo 2. Speaking of great, great games. The best game. My favorite game right now. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> so, I just cleared out the whole first area. Like, I've done all the missions there, and I'm okay. on... And I just started the first mission in the new area. The second all area. Right. So I, that's where I'm at. I have one side mission left of the first area. Okay. So we're, we're right close. Cool, alright. All right, we got to team up soon because I'm I'm having a good time with that game. Yeah, I I've that's that's so much. It's such a good game. I feel it like it's really they good. found the balance perfectly in the sequel, where it's it's it can be very challenging, but it's also not super hard, and it's just that perfect level of reward and getting to the next challenge. And oh man, it's yeah, it's a really good game. I've been watching um. Man versus game, because he plays the shit out of Neo 2. And I was um watching one of his builds, which is basically like Shinobi. He's he's playing like a Shinobi build. Okay. And that build looks so fun. And he was he was talking about where he got his build from and he mentioned fighting cowboy. And I was like, I know that name. And I went to to YouTube and I was like, oh shit, this is the guy, these are the walkthroughs I watch all the time. And he has <laughs> Fighting Cowboy does build walkthroughs. And so if you're looking for a build and you want to start like figuring out where to get like the smithing techs and where to really like farm for armor and weapons and stuff like that, 
he's like the one to watch because he he goes through and does such a thorough job and i'm just like so i'm loving that game like that that's kind of what drew me away from playing ghost of tsushima yeah i was like i'm just having so much fun neo too like ghost of tsushima can sit aside i get it <laughs> i get it it's really good like uh, i'm playing more as a like a mage kind of thing Oh. I guess where I because the healing magic is so powerful and yeah I got this I think it's new for Neo 2 but maybe I just don't remember it where you can like throw a spell at the enemy and it heals you when you attack them so there are certain what? enemies like the like guys with the giant hammer that hop on one foot I hate those guys I, I hate, hate those with guys the sword, the sword so, ones are worse yeah I, I don't know I think regardless those guys I, I shoot them with that healing thing because I know I'm going to get hit but I'll be in the middle of fighting them. Like if I if I get a combo off on them and then get hit, the healing takes like two seconds to get to you. So I'll be hitting them. They'll hit me. But all the points of damage I just did to them go right back into me immediately at that oh, perfect damn. time. So I'm like, this is excellent way to do it. So there's that healing. There's like a bunch of other healing spells you can use. So that's how I'm playing it as a kind of a mage. And I use the like, oh, I have fire. I want fire damage now. So let me use that. But besides that, it's it's that, and then that's how you abuse it. You start using the magic and the ninjutsu and, and getting points in those systems early so you can start having extra nonsense. Like, like oh, I can cure poison for free. Like, let me just carry one of these with me in yeah. case it happens. Um, and then I know, okay, there's poison in this level. Let me put points in here. Um, yeah, I, I've the game is so good. What was the weapon you're using? So I've been using. So I'm always using the uh, shit. I already forgot the name. The Kudo. The uh, the Kurigama. The yeah, yeah, okay. that one. Um, and then I started using the Switchglaive. So I've been putting points into magic because of the Switchglaive. Got it. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. I like the mostly. I like the the mid stance com like combos on that, especially when you right. hold down triangle and it's got like this cool swooping like slash with all three stances has yeah, been my it's favorite. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and but then I recently switched it to um the Tonfas, which have been pretty okay. cool. Because well, I, I, like I like how quick they are. Um but mostly mostly it's it's uh the thing you said. The Kusari <laughs> Gama, I think yeah. It's the little yeah. it's a like a sickle on a chain. Yeah, yeah. I I've always liked that one. Uh I never really fooled around with that one that much i think that was a dlc edition in the first game um i played the vast majority of the first game as dual katana starting out with one katana and then doing dual katana yeah um i do like the tonfas i like the there's axes and stuff in this game but i'm mainly switch glaive i i just usually i don't play that like heavy slower weapon so i'm liking doing that I feel like I do a lot of damage and I can still get out of the way. The combat with that weapon just complements how I want to play it right now. And it, oh, it, it's so good. It just sings. That game's great. Yeah. God. So I've been thinking about is that game. Actually, I actually put my PlayStation TV in my bedroom, plugged in the LAN cable to it, and was doing uh, remote play just to ah. test it out, just to see how it worked with Neo 2. And you know what? It worked pretty decently, I got to say. Right. I got to say, 
damn. <laughs> like, I don't have to hear my PlayStation because it's oh. way across the like the other side of the upstairs. And because we got our upgraded internet, it runs pretty well. Remote play works pretty decently. Interesting. That's yeah. a solution. Let me just get this PS4 out of here. Yeah, and let me boot this thing outside. Maybe yeah. the air, well, actually, the air won't do it any good because there's a lot of smoke in the air because of all the fires in California. Oh, yeah. It's um, over here, too. But with our faster internet, it, it works. So That's really cool. Yeah. PlayStation TV, remote play, getting some usage. <laughs> getting some usage. Everyone's like, what's a PS TV? Like, I know. Don't worry about it. Just don't Google it. it. <laughs> They'll be like, what is it? I still can't find it. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> it's like no trying one... to correct it <laughs> i remember i bought that um on sale because it came with a controller so you're buying like a 20 dollar controller. oh yeah like, i was like i want this this is great man i regret not buying a steam link i wish i had the steam link oh the steam controller no the the steam link the uh it's kind of like the playstation tv version but for steam oh huh. they were they, at one point they were selling them for like almost two dollars so wow okay but it's basically like if you have internet hooked up, you can, you can basically uh, what is it? Desktop mode. It's like your, Chromecast, your but for your PC. Yeah, that's really cool. Missed out. Wow. Kind of mad regrets. <sighs> cool. Any uh, anything else you want to cover today? No, I'm playing another game, but I'm gonna be playing it for a while anyway. I also really like it, but I'll okay. just talk about it next week. I am also playing another game that I, once I play more of, I will also talk about it. Um, it's not like embargoed or anything. It's just, no. I, no. I started playing it again and I just like, I was like, oh, you know what? This game has had some crazy updates and I think it'd be cool to talk about it once I play more. It better not be Anthem is all I'm going to say. It is not Anthem. Surprisingly. Okay, perfect. No, Great. It's not, definitely not. I also downloaded Flight Simulator, but I haven't played it yet. So we'll, I'll probably play it before oh next week. God. <laughs> I want to travel the world, man. My well, plane. Yeah, but like do it faster. <laughs> well, it's also free, so I'll see about if it's doesn't faster. mean it's good. <laughs> we'll see. It got a ten on IGN. Yeah, but that's like hey, this book is really good. It's also two thousand pages. Are good. It's also two thousand pages and it's gonna well, take it's you really good. ten years to read it. Alright. Alright. <laughs> I'm so against books. I don't know why. Just like, fuck books. I know. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight, this week, on Final Checkpoint. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for chilling in the chat if you're on Twitch. Thanks again for joining us on episode 50, now episode 51. We'll be hitting episode 52, hitting our one-year mark of the podcast. Remember, if you want to reach out to us, head over to thegamefanatics.com or email in finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at the Jolinus or at Ben Runnings or together. You can tag us both in the same tweet. I don't care. Why not? Why not? Hashtag final checkpoint. We will catch you guys next week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all podcast services. <laughs> I like that. See you next week. Oh shit. Follow yeah. on podcasts and follow and share and listen. Do the things that you do. Merry Christmas. Everyone. <laughs>